vessel take the form of humans Gnosis the therapeutic, angelic performing mutant Hazardous pollutant, this image is muted The vision is audible and awfully stupid Seraphim guardian, harm to your pardonless Outside the circle and chatting with Tartarus Astral tarmac, cerebral carjack If your guard's down, guard that If your life sucks, fall back 40 ounce call that, waiting for a callback Dead Rothschilds, you backpedal cats Cut your brake lines with black metal rap Occultist gun smoke, nocturnal culto Living easy productions on Spice Radio I'm rapping so cutthroat, like ashes bumping polvo Smoking a menthol, playing JRPGs on the beat While I'm playing fentanyl pinball This is Shelby on our first Living Easy podcast Living Easy Productions is an artist collective, a group effort of what makes unique Huntsville culture and community, connecting all things creative. On this episode, we will talk to Dead Rothschilds and members of Cosmic Shift. Here we have Thomas and Chris of Dead Rothschilds, a rapper-DJ duo based in Huntsville, promoting their upcoming January 4th album release show at Coppertop. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about your, your new album? Absolutely. Our uh, new album is Lingering Ghosts. It is a uh, it's a collection of things from the past, uh, things from the present, and uh, kind of lays groundwork for a few things that'll be done in the future as well. So um, that's that's really the the bulk of it that's on the album. We felt that it was a very good showcase of stuff that never really surfaced. Um, so there's things that we had we had worked on fresh, and then there's also things that were just back burner projects. So bringing those to life and melding them together was important. It's good. Check it out. Okay, that was uh, Thomas, your MC, and you got Chris here. He makes your beats and bring in, brings in some sweet guitar licks. Um, from what I understand, y'all had a project before Dead Rothschilds that you created yeah it was called a uh, gas house gang based out of texas uh dallas texas uh two fellow rapper friends of mine um red eye mcfly and uh van gogh so it was a four-man collective so it was mostly like early boom bap style of rapping very uh 90s influence um you know you had notes of like tribe wu-tang and uh brand nubians stuff like that so would you say that this new album this new project dead rothschilds would you say that it is similar to your old project a whole new thing what inspired you to be dead rothschilds uh what inspired us to be dead rothschilds is really i mean i guess in my own mind you know doing the rap thing in dallas you know always had like a tougher act or there was you know people that i hung around with that went in one vein and it was just like i was inspired by you know many different cultures and genres and things like that and it was easier to just be myself with dead rothschilds that's a project where you know we get the showcase what we want to do and we don't feel bad yeah about and plus we've been we worked on music for so long already so it was uh, you know pretty easy to you know just do it 
So you guys, I wouldn't consider you a traditional rap or hip hop uh, duo or group. You typically seem to not want to be booked with just your regular old rapper. You're willing to work with other genres of music. And that's a really intriguing thing. So if you were to be on a show with anyone, who would it be with? Like just anyone. Just talking. anyone at all. Anyone at all. Uh, I think me would be like the Beastie Boys, rest in peace MCA and a uh, Dark Throne. Dark Throne. Definitely. Little uh, old school hip hop influence and black metal. Um, sea Ray's Walls things of that nature but i mean really that's that's like a a bucket list thing that will uh it'll never happen but you know <laughs> who knows a man can dream i definitely get a like a weird witch house vibe from you guys like okay. you could be combined with that really well and i think that you could have something like that in the works in the future definitely a bunch of collaborations that people should keep their ears open for. Absolutely. And you're going to be working or featuring two different artists, three different artists on your show on January 4th. Solo Monk and Dylan Sloan are going to be the two other uh, MCs that are going to be performing. Do you have anything to tell about them? Uh, Solo Monk is a uh, creative genius. Um pretty uh pretty wild guy as far as it goes to like getting down on the boards his work ethic is uh impeccable um it's scary at times um when we work you know together as a dead rothschilds i mean things are just they're very lax and they just kind of form together but you know working working with solo it's just you you're gonna do a thousand takes before the track is done um but he's very jazz influenced i know he was uh a part of uh, latin for truth and then dylan sloan is uh, a pretty out there guy as well you know he definitely has a lot more of a that trap swagger and like that that new style but definitely influenced with a, a level of a higher consciousness i guess so, from just speaking to Dylan Sloan a little bit, he seems to be really inspired by you personally, Thomas, and he s says that you're his favorite rapper of all time already, and that's pretty impressive, seeing as I don't think that you've entirely been introduced to Huntsville yet. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely not, but I mean, I've done, you know, work in ciphers and, you know... I guess private sessions of like freestyles and you know there's things that you know I showcase you know written stuff and spoken word and all that but I mean there's him and a, you know a few good others that you know really want to see me do more you've wow. worked with uh Aaron and Cricket that do hip-hop live mm -hmm. what how's working with them working with them is uh very interesting I think I uh a twist you know definitely has like a a touch with the uh you know older crowd of like true hip-hop heads and things like that i don't mean like older 
as like you know it's got to be like throwback like golden era or anything like that but i mean it's just like there's there's a certain niche that you know certain underground hip-hop fans and like old school hip-hop fans where it's just like they stick together you know thick and thin and uh like gas house gang you know those are dudes that are like really into like that type of stuff you know you're not going to go over to uh Aaron's or gas house gang's house and listen to you know little yachty or little zan or anything like that you're gonna go over to their house and you're gonna listen to krs1 you're gonna listen to boogie down productions and you know old immortal technique battles and things of that nature Aaron and cricket they have a really beautiful ability to create a very community atmosphere so shout out to them shout out to Aaron and cricket they they keep it real and i hope to see you work with them more in the future oh for sure along with solo monk and dylan sloan you'll have a huntsville local charles taylor you'll see him putting him work on your local street corner busking it up and he blends really inspiring lyrics with catchy guitar and pretty much keeps you on your toes so he's a good little thing to add on at the beginning of the show so come early get some good tunes and uh thomas is gonna give you a little update on things to come all right so definitely january 4th copper top 9 p.m five dollar mission 21 and up aside from that dead rothschilds is constantly in the works working on new things we have a pretty uh, heavy sample based album that we're working on i also um have a side project album that i'm doing with solo monk which will be uh, a conjoined ep joint effort and then um we'll be working with the gas house gang here in the uh near future so hopefully we'll We'll see that get on and popping. Uh, hopefully, have them in town, us back in the Dallas area. But aside from that, you know. Did you mention the live live painter? Oh yeah, didn't mention the live painter. Man, you gotta keep me on my toes, man. There's gonna be a live painter at a uh, Copper Top. Yeah, that's show. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. You gotta see the live uh, live painter. We're gonna end uh, this little conversation with Dead Ross Childs with one of their tracks. Thomas, do you want to introduce your track? It is Qui-Gon Jinn. It is from our newest edition, um, Lingering Ghosts. A moot point. Life's funny and I laugh a lot. Pass the scotch. Who mixed gangsta rap and fashion blogs and thought it was the best thing since ass and cars. Sap rapping scars once they turn the apple on. I mosey right along and pull the hair up and need an apple bomb. Conquest the castle's gone. I don't need a passion song to make an alibomb. I'll pounce a bomb and launch the anger out my lungs. Indefinite pronouns, few sentence interjection I'ma do better, the game's a torpid traffic intersection Gorge on capital progression, applicable discretion Prudent circumspection, shoeless, shirtless stepping Get fully serviced from the spectrum Third person subjective, dramatic methodology Torch the olive tree, call me for the arson and all agree Hang on, life's like unicycling across tightrope Juggling chainsaws, swallowed the blades from my Mach 3, awesome. Magoo around with a false sense of caution. 
Down antidepressants like the Altoid Society overzealous Carnal humanistic hellions Animalistic jealous Life and other failures Roses for the sexual deviants Loose pennies for all of the greedy kids Middle fingers for those who don't believe in him Shame all the time that I need a gin Qui-Gon No teacher, no learning, I'm quite gone No lamp upstairs has a single light on Guzzle liquor down my palate, turn my light off Reset the game sequence and I restart Power down and recharge Power up and shut down Can't gather no foot with a shut mouth Dumbfound silence, no sound Down imperial stouts and half a box of fudge rounds My steez is integral Room spinning like a Duncan hype but imperial Hang on Life is like unicycling across tightrope Juggling chainsaws, swallow the blades from my Mach 3. Awesome. Magoo around with a false sense of caution. Down antidepressants like the Altoids. Society overzealous. Carnal humanistic hellions. Animalistic jealous. Life another felons. Now we will talk to Caleb and Joel of Cosmic Shift coming in hot from Nashville to promote their show at Voodoo Lounge on December 28th, a free 21 plus show. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about your relationship with Voodoo Lounge? Yeah. You want to go ahead, Caleb? Sure. Um, We love Voodoo Lounge. Um, It's probably at the top of my list as far as favorite venues that we play. a big reason for that is Lindsay Rogers, who um, we always book through when we come down there. And um, she's a good friend of some guys that I went to college with in Tuscaloosa and just always treats us really kindly, treats us like family. Yeah. And, um, you know, so that's that's a big part of it. And just the, the crowd that's always there when we show up is always mm-hmm. lively and right. friendly and the energy great there, place. right when we walked in, we, you just could feel it, you know, because people that were working there at the time, and we got the first time we ever played was um, was a uh, Halloween show. Was and, it? Yeah, and and she took a chance on us, Lindsay did, and and uh, we all dressed up. You know, I remember having a Willy Wonka costume That's on, right. and I mean, it was a throwdown. Everybody was so nice, and they really take care of us, and you know. Really, they opened the door for us to to play in Huntsville, you know, with everything we've done. Yeah, I actually believe that's where I met you guys, was that specific show. And just to go back to Lindsay a little bit, Lindsay Rogers, she's a wonderful person for the Huntsville community. Mm -hmm. She's inspired me personally in just booking bands. Like, I go to Voodoo Lounge to see bands because I want to book them in the future. Right. So, Lindsay Rogers, she's great. Like, everyone should thank her for what she does. Um, But anywho, I know you guys have some possible albums coming out in the future. Do you guys want to talk about that at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, 2019 is going to be a huge year for us. We had 
we had, you know, we kind of hit it off with a bang 2018 we did. And 2018, we got to play with Roots of a Rebellion and did, you know, the Exit In. And so that opened the door for the historic Exit In. I mean, some of the greatest, I mean, the greatest bands in rock and roll have come through uh, Exit In. Everybody's played there. Some amazing things have happened there. Amazing stories have come out of that place. So we connected with Exit In and did our 100th show um, during the weekend of Lock-In Music Festival. Uh, I believe it was August 25th. Sounds right. And um, we did that, and uh, we recorded it. And we're going to be releasing the live album to our show, because our live experiences is such, it's such an important, and it is why we play music. You know, I mean, making the record is incredible, um, but but the connection with the audience and feeling that for our 100th show and everybody was there. We had birthday cake and we were hanging out. Did we get a watermelon? We did. That we had we, several We had watermelon. We had it um, infused with some adult <laughs> beverages and it was great. It was a good time. And uh, Opposite Box got to play with us. That was huge. Yeah. And um, so... We recorded that, got the soundboards, and we're doing um, releasing that on February sixteenth. Sixteenth, sixteenth at the High Watt. But then also, while we have the energy of that, um, we came off that one in a real high note, and then we um, recorded an album that is yet to be named. It is our first full length album. Um, we did it at Welcome to nineteen seventy nine, all analog, and we're going to take it back to one bit, which is some uh, like audio junkie kind of heady audio knowledge magic. yeah audio magic and and uh we're gonna release that right at the beginning of the summer hit the ground running with that too so it's funny that you mention uh the live performance being so important because i remember when i saw you guys the first time your the way the facial expressions you guys were making <laughs> as you performed <laughs> was actually what drew me to you guys and i was like i'm definitely gonna come see this band again and i have come to i want to say every show that you've played in Huntsville. yes you have maybe i've missed one i'm I don't not think sure so. no you you've, <laughs> you've you've made it to every single one now one you made it to the beginning of the second set so we got to hang out right before but i remember i remember you being just bringing that energy of not only attentiveness, but you contributed to the improvisational part of the jam, and and uh, like I really appreciate what you do and, and how you bring people together. Because when you came, you said I will invite more people, and lo and behold, um, coincidentally, you're standing there with ten people around you that weren't at the last show. So you're an integral part of our connection to Huntsville, and I appreciate that too. Well, thank you. That that actually means a lot to me. It's very flattering. Um, Honestly, just hearing from people that it actually does affect them and like people can see how just little things actually helps to build your community. Little things in a place like Huntsville that's still small and growing has an effect that you can actually watch watch build. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's really gratifying um, to see. But just to backtrack a little, you were mentioning... Uh, doing the birthday thing and how opposite box mm-hmm. was playing mm-hmm. funny thing i actually had opposite box booked on ryan long's birthday so we did right. a little birthday party right and he tried to eat a whole chocolate cake during a spice radio interview and did he get it down was he successful 
I know he didn't eat the whole cake, but I'm pretty sure he did puke. <laughs> Knowing well, him, he gave, he gave it his best. Though, Knowing at him, at least one of those things happened. He's an awesome guy. He's he's his energy speaking up on stage is unparalleled in our scene. I think he just he really pulls something out of people that most of the time people are not willing to give. Yeah. You know, and he's he's ready to go. Well, and what you said earlier about just the facial expressions from the stage and and all of that, like especially in Huntsville the just the energy that we get from the crowd especially in a place like voodoo where you're literally right there almost on top of the people right right like it's it's sort of inevitable that people whatever energy people are bringing in is gonna affect what we're playing and that's you know that's why the live show is different every time because even if just like a group of people saunter in during a song yeah that song is gonna change from before they got there till after because we're picking up you know what they're putting all the good vibes they're putting up either you gonna scoot up you gonna scoot back yeah (laughs) i've definitely gone to a opposite box i've gone to a lot of opposite box shows and booked them in huntsville but i know i went to see a show in birmingham not to hate on any other cities but the crowd was very slow moving not very dancing not not dancing very much and kind of seemed worn out and me and a few friends from huntsville showed up and we were kicking up dust (laughs) and definitely noticeable and just mulching the dance floor and that actually is how i met brian from opposite box he came up and just gave us all stickers and was like, I like the way you dance. Yep. <laughs> so friendship started. Yeah, the first time we the first time we, we saw them that's not true. But the first time they played a big show in Nashville was uh Saint Patty's Day. And uh, the first thing that uh Dick ever said to me was Hey man, we're both wearing yellow shirts. <laughs> and like from then on, like I was like, this guy I can get behind and I will follow to the ends of the earth. And it, what they do, it, it, it does kind of take with with a niche, the niche that they have in the scene. It does t- take people by by storm and either, you know, what I love about what they do is they're non apologetic about yeah. their style. And that's why they're going to be successful. And they are successful, in my opinion. Yeah, but, they're yeah. they're really great guys, and they deserve success. Cause I mean, not only are is the music fantastic and unique in itself, energetic and fun, th- the people in the band are genuinely good people. Mm-hmm. So yep. I yep. will work with them anytime they want to do anything. Right, definitely promote them. Um, but back to you guys a little bit. Um, is there? Anything else you want to promote? Oh, what about Joy Circle? Yeah. Joy Circle Records. Joy Circle Records. um, Yeah, we got a bunch of things going. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, Joy Circle Records is is just a sort of a brainchild of ours, a a vision project, whatever you want to call it. But the idea behind it is, is basically the same idea behind everything that we're seeing you do is just to bring bands together with people who appreciate what they're doing and want to contribute to the scene. And, um, you know, we, we have, we have visions for the future 
of it being you know a, a fully functional record label and we're not quite there yet but what what we are doing is trying to connect people with the resources with the people who can help them get where they need to be with the crowds that will appreciate what they're doing and just sort of because there's been a lot of bands along the way that have helped us up like the natchez tracers were another band that played at our hundredth show and they've they've been mentors to us as well as like helping to open doors for us in the music industry and kind of showing us the way and you know we've tried to give that back through joy circle records to like bring you know bands that have that have just formed through the one of the things we do is a jam night that we're doing once a month in nashville and that's a great meeting place for people to find other musicians to play with and you know find out what bands are are doing things in the scene and and so that's that's what we're trying to do with it. it's called joy circle records because the uh the house that steven and i and joel lived there previously uh that's kind of where the whole thing started and so the house is actually called the joy circle well it's on joy circle oh, in east interesting. nashville interesting um, it's kind of like the tribal who's right right their yeah, their home is actually the tribal who's right and then <laughs> they have like their whole group of friends that is like the tribal who's crew mm-hmm. they're another group of people that is just really really inspiring yeah i didn't i was slightly skeptical um which is negative but i'm gonna go ahead and say it of you know the lyrics mr b is spitting being genuine and actually being what he meant but then i hung out with the guy and that's like one of the sweetest most heartfelt you know people i know right oh yeah Blake's great if you ever get the chance to listen to them that's uh another band mr b and the tribal who's now just tribal who's check them out also they're nashville based well and and that's kind of like to piggyback on you know nashville based groups you know what we do as far as the jam night came from a nashville based group back in back you know about a decade ago called the deep fried five and they did something at french quarter cafe dennis was the owner there took a took a chance on him for the for the sunday night funk jam i believe it was sunday then it went out to franklin called the open pond jam and then that kind of faded away that's where i got introduced to the whole scene and then you know as steven who's the lead guitarist in cosmic shift and i grew up we kind of just talked about like we we need to get people together and the most beautiful part about that is is it gets bands to communicate with each other and we've met a lot of those guys you know tribal who's i think blake right came out to one and um you know just have have people up and and it it's going to be something that we look back on and is going to be changing for the scene you know and and that's what we want to contribute to much to you know yeah it's a lot of work putting that on it's a lot of work putting it together and it's worth every bit of it you know because we have guys like Bo, who's um, a musician in nashville does not play in any groups but contributes so much because he believes in what nashville stands for old nashville which is a community of musicians that are helping each other not climbing over each other to get to the top so that's how you know you, you see all these documentaries with eric clapton hanging out with Jimi hendrix and like mm-hmm. they're pushing each other you know back in the day you know with with authors like J.R.R. tolkien and c.s lewis they're pushing each other you know and lord of the rings wouldn't have happened if they didn't have a community of people 
pushing them and giving them a catalyst to do that. And that's what we're all about. You know, I would much rather see a guy be successful um, because of our influence than us be successful without influencing anyone. You know, yeah. and that's what we believe in. One thing that I thought was really cool to see at this, the past jam night that we had uh, at the East Room in Nashville, um, there was a, a girl there, and I can't remember her name right now, but the girl that came up and sang her song. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And she's a songwriter had never really played shows out but there was a you know there was a group of of us up there ready to jam guys that you know play together at the jam night but don't really play together in any other bands or anything so we're up there ready to jam and and she comes in and um jerica jerica stopped me and said this girl's about to leave this girl was about to leave because she was so she had a lot of fear you know it's intimidating getting up on stage you know if you've not done it and I said, oh, no. And so I walked up to Caleb. I said, would you mind backing her for this? Let's just fall in. It was a jam in A minor. And we fell in, and you could see the fear melting off of her as yeah. she got to participate in this creative experience when she didn't think she had anything to contribute. And incredible voice, incredible moment. And because of Caleb being willing to jam with her, she was able to have that kind of stuff so it's it's efforts like that from everybody in the community that that really do if that's all that we did that jam that night for was to conquer somebody's fear it's it's worth everything you know you guys are really just like speaking to the whole heart of what it is i'm trying to do with living easy it's about the the four c's creativity community culture and connection and it's it's easy to try to create something to to be famous or to get recognition or to build that ego but the real satisfaction comes from seeing that light in people's eyes when they're connecting with each Mm -hmm. other and talking to each other Mm -hmm. and when you connect people and people aren't afraid of their neighbors you're you're bringing people back to what matters and that's relationships with the people around them Mm -hmm. and people are what matters not money not fame not material items the only thing that's going to stick around for real is the relationships you've built with people that's going to get passed on and once though like once these memories and like you truly die when you're not thought of anymore and when you've built something that connected with people, you're passed on forever. Right. So when it, it to whom much is given, much is required. And we talk about the path of the bodhisattva. You know, like if if you get to a place to not turn around and help your fellow per, fellow man is 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 folly. You know, and like we talk about, you know, we're not building, we're not accumulating resources for the sake of resources. We're accumulating resources for the sake of relationships. You know, resources are the wood that we burn to make the fire of community, you know, and like that's what we all we all (laughs) live to do. And that's why as far as Cosmic Shift goes, I could not be playing with better guys than Caleb, Taylor and Steven, you know, because every single one of those guys I know would do the right thing in any situation, you know, and like that alone is hard to come by a B. It's hard to come by in a musician. 
C, it's hard to come by in a person in Nashville who everybody, like I said, and you can go up there and see it. And it's not just Nashville. It's everywhere. You know, finding real people are is what we truly live for. And the fact that these guys can play music and that I've that we've been blessed to play with each other. It's it's the greatest blessing and we don't take that lightly at all. You know, so to whom much is given, much is required. We have to give that back. Yeah. You know. Well, and especially in a town like Nashville that's already got like a booming mainstream music industry, it's a fine line to walk a lot of times because I think a lot of times it feels like it's kind of an either or thing, like you're doing music for the art and for the connection of it, or you're doing music for money. And I mean, obviously, if you're looking to make a career out of music, there is going to be a business aspect of it, but it's just like any other business. You can operate that business to make the dollar the most important thing, and you can take advantage of people, and you can lose your soul to it, or you can operate your business in such a way that you are seeking first to help people to provide them with what they need to provide them with something that enriches and provides joy to them and you know if you do that i feel like the rest of it will come anyway yeah and it it really only takes like a little bit of nudging Mm -hmm. or like a little just talk to the people around you because sometimes people they just don't hear things on a regular basis that open their eyes to like connection and community and arts and things like that and if you just talk about it to the people that are around you that is the kind of thing that changes the world right and don't like don't get us wrong at all this is this is not completely selfless like i live to play music you know we all live to play music i do not feel okay if music is not a part of my life it is healing but to only do that for myself would be not acknowledging the power of music you know and to acknowledge the power of music then you have to see well this changes people then you've got to ask yourself the question well how am i going to change people because i've been to shows that have made me want to turn around and run my car off the road you know or whatever you know because i just want to be reckless and it gets me all pumped up but doesn't give me a direction and i think with what we're a part of we're pointing people in the direction of looking at themselves and seeing themselves and other people and and how we're we're all truly connected with that that consciousness that thing that that we're all seeking and i think that music is powerful in the live aspect because it's the one time where that is made so evident and it's almost palpable it's like wait i'm a part of something yeah something's happening something's happening you know and i think that with the guys that i play with in cosmic shift we all understand that and we're not trying to connect with you for any other reason than that's what we were born to do like everybody and you have a role just because you can't play the guitar does not mean that you are not as influential and important as the person playing it. Because at the end of the day, I get my notes from my community. You know, my notes don't come from me. You know, my lyrics don't either. You know, and to not acknowledge that would be, once again, folly. You know, so we try to make that too, too much 
of a statement because we want people to understand and if we have to be the band that says that too much so be it you know but we believe in it well i believe in you guys oh (laughs) (laughs) and i i appreciate you guys coming here all the way from nashville and just saying what you're saying it's really inspiring to hear other people just feeling the same feelings and not being afraid to like spread um you know love and openness 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 open nailed it <laughs> openness openness uh, but you guys are awesome you have a good way of wording things and putting out there the right message so i appreciate that and i think we're probably about to have to come to the end of this conversation unfortunately but we're gonna end with a track oh, and yeah. i'm gonna let one of you go ahead and talk about that um yeah this track is one of our first songs that we wrote first song one of our first was songs the yeah. first song? lyrically i think it was the first song we ever wrote. <laughs> um it's one of my favorites we love it as an opener because it sets the energy and gets everybody dancing early um but yeah and i just wanted to say thank you so much for, yeah. for everything that you do for helping promote us and and the ideals and visions we have you know i feel like they're a lot the same and we appreciate you yeah you're definitely running point on on what y'all are doing and i appreciate that but yeah moving on that's the uh track and it's about moving on What was my 
This has been a production of Spice Radio Huntsville, a nonprofit based in Huntsville, Alabama. You can donate to Spice Radio by going to spiceradiohuntsville.com and clicking donate. If you have a line on great music, events, or art in the Tennessee Valley, tell us about it at spiceradiohuntsville at gmail.com. Join us on Facebook to see live performances and interviews from our studio. And remember, you can stream the best local original music 24-7 on our website, spiceradiohuntsville.com.